are listening to the Business of Basketball podcast, starring M.T. Armstrong, Independent Raw, the podcast that takes you from the blacktop all the way to the boardroom. Now, we're not here to debate whether LeBron James is better than Michael Jordan, nor are we here to talk about such and such should be traded for such and such. We're here to talk about the business of basketball and all the money that's generated from it. So without further ado, put your hands together for Mr. M.T. Armstrong. Welcome to the Business of Basketball podcast, from the black top to the boardroom. This is M.T. Armstrong, a.k.a. Coach1891. Independent Rob and I are having a discussion on the basketball tournament, also known as the TBT, talking about their business model and what makes their basketball product different. Let's join the conversation. For the TBT, because of the business model being so unique in terms of, it's unique in terms of they was able to combine. Yeah, what is the um, business model? What is the business model? Well, fr- from my perspective, is like you said, um, bringing the teams, 64 teams, which the owner got from the um, NCAA. Uh, I was reading an article on him one time. He said that he was a big NCAA uh, fan. He loved he loved that concept. And then, like you said, he took the concept from the street ball players and he combined those two things. So I don't think we have seen that before. We've seen one game elimination tournaments and we've seen tournaments that the winner take all tournaments. But for him to grab both of them and throw it together, I think it's safe to say that that's kind of the first time that we've seen that. So he was able to do that. And it's intriguing. It's, it's definitely intriguing enough for a bunch of overseas players to come because it's done in the summertime. So they come home in the summertime. They play in there. It's intriguing enough for ex-basketball NBA players such as uh, Joe Johnson for him to play players who been in the lead who some of us may not know because they weren't getting tons of minutes so it was intriguing enough to get a lot of high level competitors to enter into this league and thus far you know it's been working um i think the business model when we I like to go concepts and ideas, right? So the TVT, in my opinion, is an expression of a concept, is an expression of a concept in a specific idea, which is the basketball term. I believe the concept is your standard sports concept is you create, you create an athletic event uh, with a high level, with a high level of, of 
competition. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have an on-site audience that creates energy and you uh, create the content, you distribute the content, right? One of the smartest things, one of the key things that the NBA came to understood is that they were a media company. Mm-hmm. Their media company, they were the first movers in building their own network. And now they're the first movers and build going direct to consumers. So now the NBA is building an over-the-top television distribution system, which is going to allow them to skip all the networks and go straight from NBA to fan over their own their own network, right? So I think the business model is is in many ways your standard sports entertainment business model. Create an event. Make it exciting for the fans. Capture the content, distribute the content, monetize the content. Um, so I think that leads us into the second part of this, Rob. Okay. What's the TBT differentiator? Because there are plenty of people running around putting on basketball tournaments, throwing a little money at it, mm-hmm. that are not getting national exposure or international exposure. What's the differentiator of the TBT that has made it what it is today? And I have a couple of points on that. Mm-hmm. Um, one, which you, one you've addressed already. What do you think? So one of the major differentiators for me is not the pot, is not the $2 million, though I think that is the shock value. And I ultimately think that's the honey to get the ballers to come and play. Mm-hmm. Basically. But I think one of the cool differentiations is the way they have invo- they have integrated social media yeah. and the fans of each yeah. team and built an intimate yeah. relationship yeah. between the two to drive support all the way through the event. Ingenious. And I think you've shared with me on multiple mm-hmm. occasions. Uh, people hitting you up every 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 spring to vote uh, their team into the TBT. Yeah, because um, that was the process. From understand, it was a process where the teams had to be voted in, and uh, multiple teams used to hit me up uh, via like uh, LinkedIn, Facebook. A lot of these teams I've had conversations with prior, you know, on other topics. And when the TBT come up, they like, you know, hit me up and they say, hey, man, because you um, vote us in. So at that point, you go over to the website and you pretty much vote that team in. I think it's send a link or something because it hasn't happened this year. Um, I think they send you a link or something and then, you know, use the link and you vote them in. And then what happened is the teams with the most votes ultimately be the top 64 teams that get into the league. So. Yeah, but like I said, being that they had the uh, pandemic this year, obviously, and they're going down 24. I haven't got these emails this year, but I'm pretty sure by next year, we're going to be right back on schedule. One of the, what the, here's what's really, they, by leveraging, and here's what they did. What they did was, is initially for a team to get into the tournament. Mm-hmm they had to be voted in. So they had to get, they had to build a social media following the fans who would vote the team in. 
and the teams that had the largest social media followings were the teams that got into the tournament. Mm-hmm. It was that simple. And mm-hmm. here's here's what's cool. From day one to today, members of the social media following got to share in the pot. So yeah. my understanding now is that uh, the current uh, iteration of of that opportunity with the social media is that uh, I know one year was they had uh, the super fan. So whoever the super fan would get a certain percentage. Now the top thousand fans of a team get to share a percentage of the pot. So yeah. I get paid. I yeah. get paid as a fan when my team yeah. wins. What? Yeah. Yeah. So I think there's something there, man. There, there is something yeah. legitimately no. there. That's right a fact. there. Because you have, when you think of fan, you got to equate that traditionally with spending money, not making money. <laughs> so when you make a fan, you know, you got your fan, you're buying jerseys, you're, you're paying for games, et cetera, et cetera. So whatever it is you're doing, that's usually equated with spending money. So for first time ever, I like to know who came up with the idea. Now it's like a role reversal where as a fan, I can actually earn some money for doing something that I'm going to do anyway, which is root for the team that I want to see win. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I, I like that concept. I like to know who came up with that one right there, see. I think that's a phenomenal concept. Um, and I thought that was a phenomenal concept from day one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it, it's, it's so today. It's so today. And I think with a lot of leads, and especially the leads that's been out there forever, it's ran by the same guys with the same concepts. Mm. So... And, and that's why certain leads, I don't want to, I, I want to call a few leads out, but I'm not, I'm not going to do it. But that's why a few of these leads is just same lead as they were 20 years ago. Because now you got these same cats in there that was from 20 years ago with the same business model. And then they seen that it's still working. Their mindset is obviously, well, if they ain't broke, why fix it? Opposed to being... How can we take such and such to the next level? Mm, you know, mm-hmm. so there's, you know, and there's, there's a few leads out there, you know. One, I'll name one, one baseball. Baseball. Yeah. Baseball yeah. baseball has been tripping. Yeah. So, yeah, good example. And it's like you sit there and you do it. And what are you, what are you really doing? Are you waiting for all your fan, your core fans to die off? Hmm. Because... When we get into this day of technology and there's a way to integrate it with what you're doing, I would suggest anybody to get to integrating because that's how you speak to the younger audience. Mm-hmm. So to bring it back to your point, it's like by them integrating the use of social media, mm-hmm. that's a good way to introduce their lead to not just us, T., but to that younger audience. So for all the leads that's not doing that, you know, they're gonna eventually die off.